Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole, and as always, it is an honor to be with you today for us to get to be inspired together. You know, I absolutely believe that we can find inspiration within us, but when we do it as a collective, when we are connected to each other, as we uh, call forth the inspiration that can help us to take steps to make our lives that much better, we're, we experience grace because we aren't alone. And even across the divide of technology, we can do it. And actually, I kind of think of technology in a bit of a different way. I've talked about this, but I, there's certain things I like to talk about a lot. Here's one. When you look at the balance of technology and humanity, what do you get? So on the one hand, for many of us, we know for our children, but honestly, if, we're on, if we tell the truth, for many adults as well, te technology can be overwhelming and can take up a whole lot of space in our heads and in our time. So video games for kids, uh, I have many friends who have talked about how they can hardly tear their kids away from the video games because they seem to be addicted to them. I see many children who are a little bit older who are using texts back and forth so much with their friends or now TikTok back and forth with their friends that they're often distracted from whatever else they're supposed to be doing. Plenty of adults being distracted by some kind of game that they've put on their phone or some broadcast because now our phones are little computers that do just about everything. So sometimes we allow technology to keep us from our goals without consciously doing so with the bigger goals. But I want to say when you balance technology with humanity, you know, what humanity, what makes us who we are as human beings as, as those with the potential for higher consciousness than other beings. And when we use technology like we are in this moment to connect to each other so that we can have a heart-to-heart -heart, um, engagement, then I think that's smart. Especially during COVID, we realized if we didn't have technology, it would be so much more difficult. And we know that's true because there are people without cell phones, without the video conferencing capability who feel even more isolated. For many people in nursing homes and elder care facilities who don't have an iPad or a phone, a smartphone, many of those facilities have brought in that technology so that they can see their loved ones because seeing each other can help to make the time go by a little bit more soulfully, a little bit more gracefully, because it's been difficult for all of us, but especially our elders, to be separated from their loved ones. And so technology is something that helps to bring us together. Therefore, the marriage of technology and humanity, in my view, can be one of the most brilliant and fruitful marriages ever if we're conscious about it. 
So that is what this is, a conscious engagement. We all chose to be together. We chose to take these few minutes on this day to fellowship with each other, to stir up our souls and, and be inspired to leap into our greatness. So I like technology in, in that sense. And today I want to talk about, I want us to get inspired by the notion of discipline. Now, when I say discipline, often we go, eh, I don't want to think about discipline. Uh, sometimes people hear that word and they think that it's a punishment because when you were growing up, maybe you were told you need to be disciplined about this particular thing. And, and it often came with a finger wag. It often came with a frown. Whoever it was, your parent, your teacher, your guidance counselor, your neighbor, your minister, somebody was telling you, you have to have more discipline. And the way that this was communicated and the tone may have been off-putting to you, may have even made you feel shame. You were being told you need more discipline because you weren't doing something right. Did that happen to you? It certainly happened to me. And yet, what I think people were getting at is something that's tremendously important for success in our world. And that is, in our world, meaning our individual world, but also the larger world. When you stick to something until you complete it and you work at it every day until it's completed, that's discipline in action. That's consistent focus that tells you you're not going to give up. You're going to work on whatever the task is at hand, having faith that if you commit to it and you study it and you stick to it, that it can manifest. Now, I just interviewed the soul singer, Anthony Hamilton. Perhaps some of you know him. I worked with him on his first album. I produced his first album cover many moons ago. I think he said it was in 2003. What he told me during this interview, I thought was really interesting and I wanted to share with you today. He said that he signed a deal to become a recording artist in 1993. And it wasn't until 2003 that he got his first record offered to the world, 10 years. Now he knew from a little boy when he was singing in church that he wanted to be a singer, that he wanted to be a songwriter. Um, maybe he didn't know that from a little boy, but he knew he was singing in church and over time, he realized that he wanted to write music as well. When he got to the point of connecting with a record company in 1993, and he signed, and he was developing ideas, it took him 10 years for the first album to manifest. Now think about that. If you had anything in your life that you really wanted to do, that your heart told you you absolutely must do, and it took 10 years to do it? Do you even know? Did you give up before you got to whatever the marker was for you to turn the corner into success? So many people give up on their dreams, on even when they are the dreams that are burning in their soul, telling them that they have to do whatever this thing is 
many people give up if it takes that long because you can lose the faith. Well, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. Maybe I'm supposed to be doing something else. How am I going to earn a living if I'm working on this dream and it's not manifesting in the way that I need it to? You know, all the questions that come. And so I want to tell you a little bit more about what Anthony told me because it was brilliant. I asked him that, you know, there's many artists, many recording artists, actors, creative people who have that goal have to wait, work and wait. And, and reaching the goal can seem so far away because it takes a long time. And I, so I asked him, how did, what do you do? How do you make money? And, and why didn't he give up? He said what he did was to position himself in the industry in any way that he could so that he could stay in it learn and grow. So he did backup singing. He was a backup singer for D'Angelo. Great person to be a backup singer for. But when your goal is to be the singer, to have your music come out, it could be a humbling experience to have to work for someone else. And he talked about the importance of letting go of the ego and not allowing the ego to cloud your vision so that you can't see, maybe I have to take a step back and do this backup singing. Maybe I have to um, learn how to be an engineer, whatever the other jobs might be. And I'm using him as an example, but I'm talking to you. What is your dream? What is your goal? You know, last time we talked about 40 weeks every day, an hour a day, and we can see what manifests of our dreams. 40 weeks is nine months. That's how long it takes to, to, for a baby to grow within a woman's body and then be born. Anthony, it took 10 years. I just want us to do 40 weeks, one day at a time, to see what we can manifest, to have discipline, to stick to it, to, you know, when we get distracted by, you know, things that matter, our daily life. Whatever the, the daily routine is that we have to go through, whatever our daily responsibilities are, I am not suggesting that you walk away from those. I am saying, how can you look at your day differently and carve out that one hour and apply your creativity, your focus, your effort, your discipline to your project, whatever it is, so that you can be successful? And when I talked to Anthony, I was just so inspired by him because he has become a very successful artist, performer, singer-songwriter. He sold over 50 million records. I mean, he's done really, really well. And the start of this was slow, so slow that many people would have given up. And I'm asking you, is there something on your heart that you believe should manifest, but it's taken too long. Is it? Is there anything? I have some things. You know, I sit up here telling you, but it's not like I'm immune to the, to the, um, some, sometimes we call it the itis, like the, oh, I don't have time. I can't think about it. I have energy. And I have tons of energy. And I'm working on a lot of different things. So sometimes, the projects that are burning in my soul take a backseat because of a, a huge pile of other responsibilities. Does that happen to you? 
I believe when you notice in the moment of awareness, when you realize that you're not focused on the big goal, when you have neglected that project that your soul tells you that you have to do, in the moment of awareness, then you go back to the discipline. You don't beat yourself up for not doing it yesterday. You don't beat yourself up for doubting your capability. You go back to it. Now, part of this notion of discipline and getting re-inspired and reinvigorated again and again to practice discipline, I think goes back to another principle that we talk about a lot, keeping good company. If you have people in your world who support you, who are cheerleaders for you, who contact you and who you contact to say, come on, you can do it. Don't give up. Get back on track. Make sure that you're engaged with them. We, we call those people sometimes accountability partners. Do you have one? Do you have a circle? My friend Mickey Taylor talks about the uh, celebration circle. Do you have a celebration circle, a group of people, small, doesn't need to be big, of people who support each other and, and hold each other accountable? Did you do what you said you were going to do? Come on, work at it, try it, go for it, don't give up. You didn't do it yesterday, pick yourself up and do it today. If you don't have that accountability partner, that celebration circle, form it. Ask somebody. Ask somebody, and the person doesn't have to be near you. You can use technology. Ask somebody to check in with you once a week. And you ask each other, what did you accomplish? Without judgment. The last thing you want is somebody who's going to beat you up because you didn't do something. What you want to do is to ask someone to gently encourage you to go for it and to be disciplined about your goals. And you, in turn, will do the same for that person or that group of people. I saw a group of women this summer. Uh, my family and I stole away to a small beach community. We socially distanced. And it was really helpful for us to have this moment away. And one day I was sitting on the beach and very few people are around. And I saw this group of women approach. And they were all smiling. They, it turns out they have been friends for many years. They live in different parts of the country and they decided to come together. They stayed in a couple of different houses. So they were saying this is really important. They were socially distant, even as they were fellowshipping with each other. And I watched them be supportive of each other. I watched them check each other I watched them encourage each other. And these were women of a certain age, you know, uh, I think 40s, 50s, uh, curvy girls who were embracing their curves on the beach, who felt really comfortable in their skin and who felt empowered within their celebration circle. They were supporting each other. I'm saying this to say to you, even during this elongated period of being isolated, quarantine is now, like for my mother, it's been since February. For most, most of us, it's been since March. That's a long time. 
we can't fall into feeling alone and isolated and because that can often lead to sadness and depression and lethargy and weight gain and challenging health issues. We want to be strong. We want to be healthy. We want to be clear-minded and we want to be connected. Human beings need to be connected to other human beings. It's, I should look it up to find how it's scientifically described. I've read about it before, but don't remember what that would be called scientifically, but we need to be together. You probably have heard when, when babies are born, like when they, they, there were some studies around crack babies, babies, that's awful to say, babies who were born addicted to crack because their mothers had been addicted to crack when they um, gave birth to them. And so the mothers weren't able to really nurture the babies. And so people would come in, volunteers were invited to come into hospitals to just hold the babies. Physically holding the babies helped the babies to get strong, to want to eat, to have the will to live. Why am I saying that? We need the connection with human beings. We need to touch each other. We can't do that right now. What we can do is communicate with each other. We can use technology. We can use video technology. We can use the phone. Hey, we can also write letters. I used to love writing letters. Now I do it more in the computer. We can have the discipline of connecting to our loved ones, which can in turn help us have the discipline of honoring the commitments that we have made in our lives. And so I did ask a couple of days ago when I asked all of you to make the commitment for 40 weeks, that period of gestation that it takes to, to develop a child within and bring it to the world, nine months. I'm asking all of us to take nine months to be disciplined and to bring something out of us to the world. It may be something that already exists that we need to polish up and refine, that we need to push forward with a little bit more energy and focus. It may be something that we need to release and it could take nine months to let it go. But let's have the discipline to figure it out. And we can figure it out together. Find somebody who's willing to be your accountability partner. Don't force anybody. Don't try that. That doesn't work. Ask, who would like to travel on this journey with you? I encourage you to write down your goals and check them off as you accomplish them. I encourage you to journal about the experience. What can you learn about yourself and about your project that may help you step by step to make that project and yourself better? Discipline, stick-to-itiveness, your focus, coming back to center, back to center, back to center. That discipline that allows you to remain conscious and intentional about your actions is what will make you win. And just as Anthony Hamilton said to me, it could take a long time. It took him 10 years. Do you have a goal that maybe has taken you a long time? Is there something that you have accomplished that took a long time, but you were able to make it happen? 
remember those kinds of things to help invigorate you as you work on your dream. I want us all to be successful. I want us to come out of this with our babies and say, here's my baby, here's what I did. Tell me what you did, what did you accomplish? Let's do this, we can and we're worth it. So get to work everybody, this is time to take action. As my friend Sekou says, it's about doing. So do it, do you, do you to the best of your ability. You are worth it. We want to experience the greatness that lives within you that you're ready to offer to us. So work on it, okay? Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.